The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's a summer Tuesday good news day, at least if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Tuesday, June 6, 2023, Tuesday of the ninth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial, the optional memorial, that is, of St. Norbert. St. Norbert was born in 1080, and in the 12th century, in the French region of Primatra, St. Norbert founded a religious order known as the Premonstratensians, or the Norbertines. Now, founding the order was a monumental task, combating rampant heresies, particularly regarding the Blessed Sacrament, revitalizing many of the faithful, and effecting peace and reconciliation among enemies. He and his Norbertines praised God for success in converting heretics, reconciling enemies, and rebuilding faith in indifferent believers. Reluctantly, Norbert became Archbishop of Magdeburg in central Germany. He continued his work for the Church until his death in 1134. St. Norbert, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that the international community may commit in a concrete way to ensuring the abolition of torture and guarantee support to victims and their families. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You can probably tell from my accent that I'm British, and here in Britain we had this very big ceremony the other week, the coronation of King Charles III. And arguably we did what we do best in Britain, pageantry. It was a splendid occasion. Of course, there are all sorts of different views, and some people are in favour of the monarchy and some are not. Some people thought the expense was justified, others didn't. But it certainly was an extraordinary and splendid event. And also, in many ways, a very Christian event. The British monarchy is the only surviving monarchy in Europe to have retained an explicitly religious coronation ceremony, composed of rituals dating back to the Anglo-Saxon period. And there were very impressive and powerful Christian symbols and events in the coronation ceremony. Simply the number of times they cried out, God save the king. And it's beautiful just to hear that, just to think that still today, somewhere in the world, we realise that kings, monarchs, political leaders need saving. It was also powerful to see the king stripped to his basic clothes just before the anointing ceremony. 
as if to say before God he is merely a man. But the ceremony also showed many elements that expressed awareness of the different sensitivities our nation now faces. So for example, there was the involvement of people of different faiths, different faith leaders, Hindus, Jews, Muslims, Buddhists, and even the Catholic Archbishop, the Catholic Cardinal, was involved in the coronation ceremony, a great thing, bearing in mind that England hasn't been a Catholic country for various hundreds of years. There was also sort of sensitivities to modern concerns about not being extravagant. Previous Queen consorts of the 20th century had a new crown made, especially for the occasion, but not this time. Queen Camilla was crowned with the crown of Queen Mary, consort of George V, rather than with the crown of Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, who was the most recent Queen consort in history, also so as to avoid a diplomatic row over disputed ownership of the Kohinoor diamond. The 150-carat stone is mounted in the front cross of the Queen Mother's crown, and for many has come to symbolise the worst transgressions of British colonial expansion. So all these things had to be thought about. And he brought home to me the fact that in many ways, monarchy is a sort of game that we play in Britain. We allow ourselves to invest in certain people in exalted status, but they have to play the game that we want them to play. And all this brought home to me the relative nature of human power. And one only has to go to some museum of antiquity to see how empires come and go. You can go to the British Museum in London, for example, and see all sorts of stones and remnants of the once powerful Babylonian and Assyrian empires. And now they're just, just that, stones and remnants. But often in the Bible, we see human empires claiming absolute status. And that's the background to today's Gospel. It's the episode where the chief priests and scribes try to catch Jesus out. But Lord, you're one step ahead of them. You won't let yourself be caught out. They came to you and said, Master, we know you are an honest man and that you are not afraid of anyone because a man whose rank means nothing to you. And then they ask you, is it permissible to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay yes or no? Jesus, this was a trap and you saw it. Indeed, St. Mark tells us, seeing through their hypocrisy, he said to them, why do you set this trap for me? And then Jesus, you ask them to give you a denarius. And you ask them, whose head is on it? And they say, Caesar's. And he said to them, give back to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. And St. Mark tells us, this reply took them completely by surprise. It was a clever trap, because if Jesus had said pay, he would have been discredited in front of the Jews, who resented deeply paying taxes to Rome. But if our Lord said not pay, then he would have been in trouble with the Romans, because not paying taxes and advocating not paying was treason and could even earn the death penalty. And yet, Lord, you cut to the essential principle. You tell us, give to Caesar. In other words, respect what civil authority has a right to, but give to God, first of all. Give to God what belongs to God. So we owe a relative respect to civil authority. And the Bible is clear about this. Rules should be obeyed. Rulers should be obeyed and taxes paid. I know that's a painful one, but yes, we have to pay our taxes. Sometimes I'm saddened and scandalised by certain, even Catholic cultures, that think that we should cheat, get around the system. That's not right. Lord God, you don't want that from us. Here, Lord God, you're teaching us about the beautiful virtue 
of patriotism. And there's a big difference between nationalism and patriotism. Nationalism is making our country an end in itself, an exaggerated love, which in fact is not true love at all. It normally leads to destroying others. And we've seen all forms of nationalism in, our, in the 20th century and now still, alas, in the 21st. It doesn't seem to be going away, giving absolute value to one's nation. And yet nations, as we've seen, come and go. True patriotism will lead us to see first that our own country is far from perfect. Many things need corrective. But we'll still love our country. We won't just reject it. Even though sometimes we'll be saddened by it some of the bad things that its members and leaders do. We'll need courage to speak out. Like the martyrs, I have a great veneration and respect for the great English and Welsh martyrs who died rather than give way to the king, who realised that the king was under the Pope, under God, and couldn't just make his own laws. True love for our country will lead to the desire that our country lives the truth, that it lives up to its noblest values. Therefore, we'll realise, for example, for those of us in Europe, and by extension America and the Western powers in general, that we must return to our Christian roots. And by going away from our Christian roots, we're going towards disaster. And therefore, we should fight and campaign with using illicit and peaceful means to change immoral laws, to improve public morality, for example, to improve the moral quality of films, advertising, and so on. And true patriotism leads us to see also how much good there is in other countries. There's this lovely point from St. Josemaria's The Way. To be Catholic means to love our country and to let nobody surpass us in that love. And at the same time, it means to hold as our own the noble aspirations of other lands. How many glories of France are glories of mine? And in the same way, many things that make Germans proud and Italians, British, Americans and Asians and Africans are also sources of pride to me. Catholic, a great heart, an open mind. Lord Jesus, we pray that we may have a truly Catholic heart, great heart, open mind, that we're open to all the good in other cultures and countries. But we must put God first, Christ before everything else, before our families, before ourselves, also before our country. Jesus, you tell us in the Gospel of Matthew, he who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Well, likewise, he who loves country more than me is not worthy of me. And that will sometimes lead us to leave our own country. We may go to another country for an evangelizing apostolic reason. It could be all sorts of good reasons that we leave our country. And we're not losing, but we're gaining a new one. Nothing I've said here is political. And one can be right-wing or left-wing, conservative or liberal, as long as one puts God's law above everything else and is totally faithful to that law and it's good that we have Christians or different places on the political spectrum campaigning in different ways and trying to bring their Christian faith to bear in their own political party or group we must speak charity and charity means getting the right order first God then others including our country and last of all ourselves let's pray for leaders do you pray for leaders sometimes we just insult them or think badly about them. But St. Paul told Timothy, First of all then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all men, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life, godly and respectful in every way. Charity also to them, to those 
in authority. We can disagree, we can criticise their policies, but respectfully. And let's turn to Our Lady, Queen of Heaven and Earth. We pray to her for our own country, and we pray to her for all the countries on the earth. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Garden Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Today's liturgical day begins in just a couple of minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, June 6th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord.
The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. Lord, why do you stand afar off and hide yourself in times of distress? The poor man is devoured by the pride of the wicked. He is caught in the schemes that others have made. For the wicked man boasts of his heart's desires. The covetous blasphemes and spurns the Lord. In his pride, the wicked says, He will not punish. There is no God. Such are his thoughts. His path is ever untroubled. Your judgment is far from his mind. His enemies he regards with contempt, he thinks. Never shall I falter. Misfortune shall never be my lot. His mouth is full of cursing, guile, oppression, mischief, and deceit under his tongue. He lies in wait among the reeds. The innocent he murders in secret. His eyes are on watch for the helpless man. He lurks in hiding like a lion in his lair. He lurks in hiding to seize the poor. He seizes the poor man and drags him away. He crouches, preparing to spring, and the helpless fall beneath his strength. He thinks in his heart. God forgets. He hides his face. He does not see. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. The The Lord is just. just. He He will defend defend the poor. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Arise then, Lord, lift up your hand. O God, do not forget the poor. Why should the wicked spurn the Lord and think in his heart, He will not punish? But you have seen the trouble and sorrow. You note it. You take it in hand. The helpless trusts himself to you, for you are the helper of the orphan. Break the power of the wicked and the sinner. Punish his wickedness till nothing remains. The Lord is king forever and ever. The heathen shall perish from the land he rules. Lord, you hear the prayer of the poor. You strengthen their hearts. You turn your ear to protect the rights of the orphan and oppressed, so that mortal man may strike terror no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Rise up, Lord, in defense of your people. Do not hide your face from our troubles. Father of orphans, wealth of the poor, we rejoice in making you known. May we find comfort and security in times of pain and anxiety. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. 
The, the words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. Help, O Lord, for good men have vanished. Truth has gone from the sons of men. Falsehood they speak to one another, with lying lips and with a false heart. May the Lord destroy all lying lips, the tongue that speaks high-sounding words. Those who say, Our tongue is our strength. Our lips are our own. Who is our master? For the poor who are oppressed and the needy who groan, I myself will arise, says the Lord. I will grant them the salvation for which they thirst. The words of the Lord are words without alloy, silver from the furnace, seven times refined. It is you, O Lord, who will take us in your care and protect us forever from this generation. See how the wicked prowl on every side, while the worthless are prized highly by the sons of men. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Your light is true light, Lord, and your truth shines like the day. Direct us to the salvation through your life-giving words. May we be saved by always embracing your word. The The words of the Lord are true, like like silver from the furnace. The Lord teaches the humble his way. He guides the gentle-hearted along the right path. A reading from the book of Job. Job said, I have made an agreement with my eyes and entertained no thoughts against a maiden. But what is man's lot from God above? His inheritance from the Almighty on high. Is it not calamity for the unrighteous and woe for evildoers? Does he not see my ways and number all my steps? Let God weigh me in the scales of justice. Thus he will know my innocence. If I have walked in falsehood and my foot has hastened to deceit, if my steps have turned out of the way and my heart has followed my eyes or any stain clings to my hands, then may I sow but another eat of it or may by my planting be rooted up. Had I refused justice to my manservant or to my maid when they had a claim against me, what then should I do when God rose up? What could I answer when he demanded an account? Did not he who made me in the womb make him? Did not the same one fashion us before our birth? If I have denied anything to the poor, or allowed the eyes of the widow to languish while I ate my portion alone, with no share in it for the fatherless. Though like a father God has reared me from my youth, guiding me even from my mother's womb. 
if I have seen a wanderer without clothing, or a poor man without covering, whose limbs have not blessed me when warmed with the fleece of my sheep, if I have raised my hand against the innocent because I saw that I had supporters at the gate, then may my arm fall from the shoulder, my forearm be broken at the elbow, for the dread of God will be upon me, and his majesty will overpower me. Oh, that I had one to hear my case, and that my accuser would write out his indictment. Surely I would wear it on my shoulder, or put it on me like a diadem. Of all my steps I should give him an account. Like a prince, I should present myself before him. The Word of the Lord Does not calamity befall the wicked, and disaster the evildoers? The The eyes eyes of the the Lord Lord are everywhere, everywhere, observing the the evil and the good. Does he not see my ways, and count all my steps? The The eyes eyes of of the Lord Lord are everywhere, everywhere, observing the the evil and the good. A reading from the teachings of St. Dorotheus, Abbot. The man who finds fault with himself accepts all things cheerfully, misfortune, loss, disgrace, honor, and any other kind of adversity. He believes that he is deserving of all these things, and nothing can disturb him. No one could be more at peace than this man. But perhaps you will offer me this objection. Suppose my brother injures me, and on examining myself I find that I have not given him any cause. Why should I blame myself? Certainly if someone examines himself carefully and with a fear of God, he will never find himself completely innocent. He will see that he has given some provocation by an action, a word, or by his manner. If he does find that he is not guilty in any of these ways, certainly he must have injured that brother somehow at some other time, or perhaps he has been a source of annoyance to some other brother. For this reason, he deserves to endure the injury because of many other sins that he has committed on other occasions. Someone else asks, why should he be accusing himself when he was sitting peacefully and quietly when a brother came upon him with an unkind or insulting word. He cannot tolerate it, and so he thinks that his anger is justified. If that brother had not approached him and said these words and upset him, he never would have sinned. This kind of thinking is surely ridiculous and has no rational basis. For the fact that he has said anything at all in this situation breaks the cover on the passionate anger within him, which is all the more exposed by his excessive anxiety. If he wished, he would do penance. He has become like a clean, shiny grain of wheat that, when broken, is full of dirt inside. The man who thinks that he is quiet and peaceful has within him a passion that he does not see. A brother comes up, 
utters some unkind word, and immediately the venom and mire that lie hidden within him are spewed out. If he wishes mercy, he must do penance, purify himself, and strive to become perfect. He will see that he should have returned thanks to his brother instead of returning the injury, because his brother has proven to be an occasion of profit to him. It will not be long before he will no longer be bothered by these temptations. The more perfect he grows, the less these temptations will affect him. For the more the soul advances, the stronger and more powerful it becomes in bearing the difficulties that it meets. Truly I know that no man can stand justified before God. Who Who am am I I to to answer answer God? God? and and choose words against him. God puts no trust in his holy ones, and even the heavens are not pure in his sight. Who am I to answer God and choose words against him? Let us pray. O God, whose providence never fails in its design, keep from us, we humbly beseech you, all that might harm us, and grant all that works for our good. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Today's gospel involves civic duty, and it's coming up in just a couple of minutes along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On June 6, 2023, Tuesday of the ninth week in Ordinary Time, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord makes it pretty clear that while you're in the world, you have a particular responsibility to the world. It's from the 12th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. And they sent to him some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians to entrap him in his talk. Teacher, we know that you are true and care for no man, for you do not regard the position of men, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, Jesus said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a coin and let me look at it. Whose likeness and inscription is this? Caesar's. Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they were amazed at him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. When becoming a Christian... That is no excuse for shirking civic responsibilities. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. And to God the things that are God's. Our Lord also stressed this aspect, although they did not expressly ask him concerning it. Caesar looks for his own likeness, give it to him. God looks for his own likeness, give it back to him. 
Do not cause Caesar to lose his coin because of you. Do not cause God to lose his coin among you, comments St. Augustine. The whole of our life is God's. Our works, our concerns, our joys, everything of ours is his, especially those moments like these moments of prayer that we dedicate exclusively to him. Being good Christians will lead us to want to be good citizens because our faith urges us all the time to be good students, to be good mothers who are capable of denying themselves and whose faith and love give them the strength to bring up their family in the best possible way, to be good and fair-minded businessmen. Christ's example leads us all to be hard-working, warm-hearted, cheerful, and optimistic. It urges us to do more than we are strictly obliged to do. It teaches us to live loyalty towards our spouse if we are married, towards the firm we work for, and towards the party or group to which we belong. Love of God, if it is true love, is the guarantee of love for men and shows itself in deeds. A decree went out from the Emperor Augustus, enjoining that all the inhabitants of Israel should be registered. Mary and Joseph made their way to Bethlehem. Has it ever occurred to you that the Lord made use of the prompt acceptance of a law to fulfill his prophecy? Love and respect the ways of behaving by which you may live in amity with other people. Have no doubt either that your loyal submission to duty can be the means for others to discover Christian integrity, which is the fruit of divine love, and to find God. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
The man whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. The man whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies. He is the King of glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it, it was, was in, in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. King of glory, Lord of power and might, cleanse our hearts from all sin. Preserve the innocence of our hands and keep our minds from vanity so that we may deserve your blessing in your holy place. The man, the man whose, whose deeds, deeds are, are blameless and, and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Blessed be God who lives forever because his kingdom lasts for all ages. For he scourges and then has mercy. He casts down to the depths of the nether world and he brings up from the great abyss. No one can escape his hand. Praise him, you Israelites, before the Gentiles. For though he has scattered you among them, he has shown you his greatness even there. Exalt him before every living being, because he is the Lord our God, our Father and God forever. He scourged you for your iniquities, but will again have mercy on you all. He will gather you from all the Gentiles among whom you have been scattered. When you turn back to him with all your heart to do what is right before him, then he will turn back to you and no longer hide his face from you. So now consider what he has done for you and praise him with full voice. Bless the Lord of righteousness and exalt the King of all the ages. In the land of my exile, I praise him and show his power and majesty to a sinful nation. 
turn back, you sinners. Do the right, do the right before him. Perhaps he may look with favor upon you and show you mercy. As for me, I exalt my God, and my spirit rejoices in the King of heaven. Let all men speak of his majesty and sing his praises in Jerusalem. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Praise Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. Ring out your joy to the Lord, O you just, for praise is fitting for loyal hearts. Give thanks to the Lord upon the harp. With a ten-string lute, sing him songs. O sing him a song that is new. Play loudly, play with all your skill. For the word of the Lord is faithful and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right and fills the earth with his love. By his word the heavens were made, by the breath of his mouth all the stars. He collects the waves of the ocean, he stores up the depths of the sea. Let all the earth fear the Lord. All who live in the world revere him. He spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, it sprang into being. He frustrates the designs of the nations. He defeats the plans of the peoples. His own designs shall stand forever, the plans of his heart from age to age. They are happy who God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his own. From the heavens the Lord looks forth, he sees all the children of men. From the place where he dwells, he gazes on all the dwellers of the earth. He who shapes the hearts of them all and considers all their deeds. A king is not saved by his army, nor a warrior preserved by his strength. A vain hope for safety is the horse. Despite its power, it cannot save. The Lord looks on those who revere him, on those who hope in his love to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord. The Lord is our help and our shield. In him do our hearts find joy. We trust in his holy name. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Nourish your people, Lord, for we hunger for your word. Rescue us from the death of sin, and fill us with your mercy, that we may share your presence and the joys of all the saints. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. 
you know the time in which we are living. It is now the hour for you to wake from sleep, for our salvation is closer than when we first accepted the faith. The night is far spent. The day draws near. Let us cast off deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in daylight, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual excess and lust, not in quarreling and jealousy. Rather, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. My God stands by me. All my trust is in Him. My God stands by me. All my trust is in Him. I find my refuge in Him, and I am truly free. All my trust is in Him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My God stands by me. All my trust is in Him. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior as he promised through the words of his holy prophets. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, as he promised through the words of his holy prophets. Beloved brothers and sisters, We share a heavenly calling under Christ, our High Priest. Let us praise Him with shouts of joy. Lord, our God and our Savior. Almighty King, through baptism you conferred on us a royal priesthood. Inspire us to offer you a continual sacrifice of praise. Lord, our God and our Savior. Help us to keep your commandments. That through the power of the Holy Spirit we may live in you and you in us. Lord our God and our Savior. Give us your eternal wisdom. To be with us today and to guide us. Lord our God and our Savior. 
May our companions today be free of sorrow and filled with joy. Lord, our God and our Savior. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Father, hear our morning prayer, and let the radiance of your love scatter the gloom of our hearts. The light of heaven's love has restored us to life, Free us from the desires that belong to darkness. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Consider yourself sent for it. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid comes around a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.